Fake news comes from Satan. Satan is the source of all lies and deception and fake news. And ang gusto niya mag-gain control sa buhay mo. Kaya tinatago niya ang katotohanan. And, you know, it's so dangerous because, number one, all sin starts with a lie that we believe. Kahit anong uri, kahit anong klaseng kasalanan, underneath that, there's a lie that we believe to be true. And the, not, the other thing, the, the, the Satan, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy our lives. And then it's very dangerous because all lies has some truth in it. Mayroong truth, truth dyan, pero hindi totoo yung kanyang message sa atin. Today, I want to talk about a lie detector. Alam mo, minsan mga detectives or mga governments, maglalagay sila ng some kind of gadget sa katawan ng tao tapos magtatanong. And then, madidetect. May, may yung chichichichi. Ganun, madidetect kung liar or totoong sinasabi niya. And we want to bust open the lies of Satan. John, 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 became like a theme verse for our marriage ni Bambi. So when I got married, it was like, okay, ito pala ang purpose ng marriage. Ito ang dahilan because we want to uh, we want to reverse and and destroy the works of the devil sa generation ito, sa mga marriages and sa, sa families. And it says in 1 John 3 verse 8, uh, when people keep sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil. Balikan ko yan mamaya. They belong to the devil. He's been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Bakit na parito ang anak ng Diyos? To destroy the works of the devil. Para i-reverse yung curse na ginagawa niya sa mga families. And when we are controlled by the, 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 just the normal, the, the lies of our deceptive thoughts and feelings, we're being controlled and that will bring us to, to death. Proverbs says there's a way that seems right, but it just leads to death. We want to be controlled by the Spirit. And Jesus said, I've given you authority na to trample on snakes and scorpions. So, may mga demonic activity. May mga demons. Ako ay naniniwala may mga demons na maaring ngayon, sa generation natin ngayon, hindi ganong ka, you know, hindi kamukha sa demonic activity nung panahon ni Jesus. Napansin mo, yung mga demons na lumapit kay Jesus, nagwawala, may foaming at the mouth, and you know, sumisigaw, na, oh, Jesus, tapos pumasok sa mga baboy, nagpa-suicide. There was a wild and crazy time before. And we don't, you know, once in a while makikita natin yun, pero hindi naman yun ang common every day. But it doesn't mean to say the devil is not active and common every day. It's just that nung namatay si Jesus, at uh, na-resurrect si Jesus, something changed in the way the demons behave. There is still demons. But their strategy, and the same, same motive, but the strategy changed. Before, nung panahon ni Jesus, before Jesus broke the curse and defeated the devil at the cross, demons were very public in what they did. I mean, parang, kita nang, if, if kumerong possessed ng demonyo, the whole town knew that person. 
Sikat siya, public stage. Nagwawala lahat, nakakita lahat, na, na takot. That was one of the trademarks of a demon. He's, he's doing it very publicly, openly. Nananakit siyang physically. Kaya yung, yung mga demonyo, sinasaktan niya yung tao. Malakas ang boses. He's wild, foaming at the mouth. All of these manifestations. Pero when Jesus defeated the devil and deem, all demons at the cross, they had to change strategy. They had to go underground. Mapansin mo sa New Testament after, not sa Gospels, but after Jesus rose, ibang-iba na ang strategy ng mga demonyo. Merong isang babae na puspos sa masamang spirit, pero ang kanyang words na sinasabi niya, totoo naman. Oh, you're, you're preaching about Jesus, the, the Lord. May mga parang pakunyari lang. And it was uh, decente, hindi naman nananakit, hindi malakas ang boses. Seems just okay. Pero the Bible says she was full of an evil spirit. And Paul cast out the evil spirit. Kahit na may truth dun sa sinasabi niya. And there's a lying spirit in our generation today. It's not so public like before. Demons before oppress and harass with physical violence. Today, demons oppress and hurt you with mental torture, mental turmoil. So, ito yung mas common na ginagawa ni Satan. But Jesus said, I've given you authority. Nawasakin ang gawain ng kaaway. Colossians 1 verse 13, He rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of His dear Son. And then, Ephesians says, Dati, mga nasa dilim kayo, pero ngayon, nasa liwanag na kayo kasi nakipag-isa kayo sa Panginoon. So, pamumuhay kayo bilang mga taong na nasa liwanag. Truth. Liwanag. Truth. And the battle natin ngayon is mostly right here, between our ears. Mostly, ang mga demonic fights are happening sa utak. Right? Tinanggap mo si Jesus, pero hindi nyo ba alam na ang pagkatao mo, ang, ang katawan mo, is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so, I only really have one point today. Surprise. Isa lang ang puntas kayon para hindi maaring madilute, hindi maaring makalimutan. The one point is straight up. Not every thought in your mind belongs to you. Not every thought in your mind belongs to you. Kaya huwag ka mag-assume na lahat ng dumaan sa kaisipan mo ay galing sa'yo o inyo. You know, maaring may mga iba pang sources. Kumbaga, sa bahay. Hindi ibig sabihin, lahat ng tao na umapak doon sa iyong kusina ay taga-family. Pwedeng akyat bahay, pwedeng, you know, salesman na dumaan, na kulit. Maraming kap, oh, maraming dumaan dyan. Pati aso dumaan na hindi inyo. You know, it doesn't mean that everything that came to you, the screen of your brain, is your own personal property. It could have been put there by someone else. Maaring hindi ikaw ang nag-manufacture yung idea na yan. 
Maaring hindi personal property mo na personal ideas or personal desires mo yung dumaan sa isip mo. Eh, dumaan lang. Buti naman yung mga evil thoughts, dadaan lang, hindi tatagal. <laughs> Sabi ni Jesus, dumating ang magnanakaw para lang magnakaw. Pumatay at manira. Dumating ako para makaroon ng buhay na la- ang lahat. Buhay na masagana. So you are not owned by the devil. And he does not have what you have. Kaya nga, definition of thief. Nangungkuha yung hindi kanya. So if you belong to the devil, hindi siya thief sa'yo. Right? Because kanya naman eh. If he, if, the point, the fact that he's called a thief means what you have is not his. Are you, does that make sense? And he wants, you know, he cannot, as a Christian, sino mga Christian dito na tinanggap mo si Jesus and, and pinapasok mo si Jesus sa buhay mo, he cannot possess you and take ownership of you. He cannot, um, you know, overpower the Spirit of God in you. But he can lie to you. And he can influence you. He cannot possess you, but he can oppress you, harass you, bully you, intimidate you, manipulate, so that you will believe yung mga sinasabi niya, and then sa gamit ng iyong bunganga at sa mga actions, isasabotage ang sarili mo. Kaya First John 4.4, you belong to God, my dear children. And you've already won a victory over them because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Listen, do you believe in Satan? you believe in devils? But he cannot read your mind. Can God read your mind? Why? Because there's Dios that's not God is omnipresent. He can be everywhere at the same time. As in right now, nasa America pa siya, nasa buwan, nasa everywhere. God is, God is omnipresent. But Satan is not everywhere. May mga demons siya, nakakalat yan. So you, you might think, he's, but he's not everywhere. Secondly, God is all-knowing. But say that the devil is not all-knowing. He cannot really see what's inside of your brain. Now, maybe he, he's a good psychologist. Maybe he's an expert on human behavior. Kasi ilang generations na inaaral niya yung mga trends. So, maaring ma-pre-predict niya kung ano yung maaring iniisip mo. But he cannot literally read your mind. That's why, if you're afraid, bluff him. He'll never know. If you're not joyful, show, rejoice anyway. And you can beat him because he doesn't know. Are, are you following? It's not being fake. It's faking him out. Because he's fake. News. Satan cannot take out or read your mind. But, listen, he can put thoughts in he can, parang yung dati, mahi, 
dati uso ang post box, post office box. Alam mo yung sasabihin nila, ito na, na sobre, ihulog mo. Anong ihulog? Because ipapasok mo sa isang box na pwede kang pumasok, pero hindi mo pwedeng kunin. Parang ganun din sa mga night uh, deposit ng mga banko. Pwede mong ipasok, pero you cannot pull something out. Satan can put thoughts in your brain. He can put suggestions, arguments, speculations, doubts, fears. He can put a lot of garbage on the screen of your brain, but he cannot read it. And I'll give you an example from the Bible kung saan siya naglagay ng basura niya sa isip ng isang tao sa, I don't know, hindi naman believers ito, pero they were active in a church. Alam mo, sino sa inyo naniniwala, pwede ka maging active sa isang church, pero hindi ka tunay na reborn child of God. So, see, Ananias and Sapphira, Acts chapter 5, verse 3 and 4, it says, Ananias, sabi ni Peter sa kanya, how, kasi ano sila, nagbigay ng offering, parang sinabi nila, ito ang proceeds ng aming lupa, na bininta namin at lahat, i-denonate namin sa church. Pero actually, Partial lang ang dinonate. Yung ibang part, they kept it. Okay? And sabi ni Peter kay Ananias, Ananias, how is it that Satan has filled your heart? Sinong laman ng puso ni Ananias? Satan filled your heart so that you lied to the Holy Spirit. You kept some of the money. And how, later he says, how have you thought up this deed in your heart. You have not lied to people, but to God. So, ibig sabihin dito, here is Satan putting thoughts, putting lies, putting yung strategy na ginagawa ni Ananias is, siguro gusto niyang makaroon ng magandang reputation sa church. Pero deception. Maganda sa tsura, para actually, Iba ang motive. Evil ang motive niya. And the Bible said that Peter told him, it was Satan who put that inside of you. You see, Satan takes a strong hold of our minds. He wants to implant his thoughts inside. Kahit buto lang, kahit seed lang, nice niya na maitanim ng negative thought, ng lustful thought, ng greedy thought, a jealous thought. A doubt, doubt, doubting thoughts. He wants to implant. Kaya hawak, hawak niya. That tawag doon is a stronghold. He tries to stronghold your mind. And the Bible says that we need to tear down strongholds. Another definition of stronghold is para siyang fortress. Basilia. Basilica. They want a, a place like a house of thoughts. A fortress of the devil is multiple lies. Hanggang sa parang naging accepted sa culture. Maraming stronghold sa society natin ngayon. It's a stronghold to think money will make you happy. Education will guarantee your success. It's a stronghold, yung mga sexual, uh, you know, becoming uh, sexually active with many partners is, 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 is fun, is fulfilling. Yung mga ganon, those are thoughts na to the point na parang naging accepted sa culture. And what is that? That's lie upon lie, layers 
of many parang brick upon brick nakakapagpatayo ng fortress a stronghold of the devil and satan is very stealthy kumbaga very sneaky under the radar siya and the reason that demon harassment is so damaging is because satan's whispering to our thoughts ang kanyang tinig ay dumarating sa atin hindi sa tenga kundi sa kaisipan now if you hear satan's voice that's napaka rare yan pero hindi siya gaano ka uh, deceptive yan kasi parang kung natakot ka bigla at sabi mo pastor pastor may may nagpaparamdam sa bahay may mga ganon di ba you mga ganon you know i'm not really too worried about that why eh napapahala tayo so you're is you you can easily put on your worship and fight back because it's so clear it's so obvious the one i'm more worried about is the one that you don't know is the devil remember sa panahon ni jesus napapahalata si satan i'm a demon but today he's defeated he has to go underground he has to go undercover whispering thoughts into your mind so that you will be convinced listen have you ever had a thought Meron ka bang ano na honestly don't you don't have to tell it pero have you ever thought something sa isip mo na grabbing wicked super evil as in you would even be shocked that how could i dare think of that Come on, honestly, maybe you may asawa and you actually thought of killing your spouse. <laughs> Don't raise your hand. But you, you know, you think, wow. Parang to the point now, you, you, you're shocked that you're even considering that. Or maybe you, you had some very, you know, perverted uh, sexual thought or fantasy. And you're like, Woo, wow, X, triple X rated. Yan, how... God, Grabe, dumi-dumi na yung kalooban ko. Have you ever, you know, I, I, I remember, I'll just be honest, but you know, there was a time before na wala pang doon sa worship hall na mataas kasi yung sa kabila dito is bukid na napaka-baba. So super taas yung second floor because super baba na yung, yung bukid. And I remember we were standing there, wala pang walls doon. I mean, open yung wall. May bintana, pero jealousies that time and i was looking out and i was looking down so whoo alam mo yung taas and i had a thought tumalo talon just jump just jump just kill it just end your life right now and i, I was a little afraid cuz it bucket why did i think that could you imagine the headlines you know the pastor killed himself at the at the center you know and but i it came to my mind it actually came to my mind end your life now just jump and i was looking and i was a little afraid because sabiko is that me why would i think that you see the devil tries to convince you that you are the problem 
he wants he doesn't want to show that he is the problem he wants to convince you that you are the problem why your family is like that you are the problem kung bakit nanatiling mahirap so that if you think you're the problem you'll be chasing parang aso na hinahabol ng sarili niyang buntot have you seen that <laughs> he wants you to fight against yourself because Jesus defeated him. Wala na siyang sariling power. The only power he can get is you defeat yourself. Kaya nadidevelop ng self-hatred, low self-esteem, suicidal thoughts. At maraming Kristiyano nag stay doon sa oppression. Self-sustaining strategy of the devil that you're blaming yourself. Na tandaan mo, you are not your thoughts. You are not the total of everything that you think. Because not everything in your mind belongs to you. So, by the way, I did not jump. Okay, that's what I'm... Instead, I started to realize that was a thought that did not come from my heart. It came from the devil. So if you say, oh, wow, pastor is suicidal. No, no, I'm not. That's not me. That was him. Suggesting to me. And I refused his fake news. Are you you seeing that? Sometimes you're going to have a lustful thought. Everybody has some kind of, you know. And the devil wants you to think, see that? You are kakahiyaka. If only people could know what you're thinking, nobody would accept you. But you have to remind yourself, no. Just because that thought knocked at my door, it doesn't mean that that is mine or that is me. So the devil wants you to take ownership of that thought. Yung negative thoughts, yung suggestions niya. Ang nice ng, ng, ng devil is, uh, you will take possession. Aakuin. Yayakapin mo. And then secondly, he wants you to verbalize it. There's something powerful about the mouth. Two things. The devil wants you to take ownership of his thoughts and verbalize them. Repeat them. Because the power of life and death is where? In the, in, the, in the words we speak. And when you make a claim of ownership of every ungodly thought that he suggests, you repeat it, and somehow, nagiging iyo den. Supposedly, hindi para sa'yo yan. Pero kung mo, nagiging iyo den. How does the devil keep us in bondage? Here's the subtle little trick. He uses the first person grammar. All right, now listen. Do you know grammar? Pag sinabi kong first person, that's ako, I, ko, akin. Right? If I said second person, that's you. Ikaw, inyo, mo. Pag third person, sino? Siya, sila, him, her, them, 
nila, kanila. Okay? So, the devil will whisper, and remember, ang tinik niya is not sa tenga, mostly, it's on your thoughts. So, ang bulong niya sa thoughts mo is, instead of sasabihin niya, Hoy, RJ, ako si Satanas. Gumawa ka ng masama. Pumatay. Magnakaw. Uh, hindi ganoon ka-obvious si Satan ngayon. Ang generation natin ngayon is, sasabihin niya, uh, pero hindi niya sasabihin niya, you're a loser. Hindi niya sasabihin yun. Kasi, na, nakaroon si RJ ng mga truth about the Word of God. So, pag sinabi ni Satan sa kanya, you, ano yung first person or second person? Second person. Sinasabi niya, parang accusation. You're a loser. Hindi ka magiging successful. Mamamatay ka. Makakaroon ka ng coronavirus. Ganun. You know, kung sasabihin niya yan, it's, it's more, it's easier for RJ to reject those. Right? Because he knows to choose to refuse fake news. So, so it's too easy. Here's the subtle trick of the devil. Gagamitin niya ang first person language. So who's talking? The devil. Pero anong words na sinasabi niya? I am a loser. I will never succeed. Makakasakit ako. Galit ako. I'm so impatient. I hate myself. I'm a loser. I failed again. I'm rejected. Nobody loves me. Now listen, all of those words sounds like, sa, sa isip, it sounds like, ikaw ang author. Ikaw ang nagmamanufacture ng mga thoughts na yan. But they are not your thoughts just because dumaan. Kasi yan yung trick. Ginagamit niya yung mga ko. Ah, ako, me. But the good news is, Jesus can also put his thoughts in your brain. Tama? Kung si Satan na kaya maglagay o maglaman ng kaisipan natin, ang brain natin, so can Jesus. That's why mahalaga na mag-memorize ng Word of God and daily bread and read the Word of God because that's how faith comes into our brain and into our hearts as we receive the Word of God. Here's a, another example, doon sa magandang example, si Peter. In Matthew chapter 16, in verse 17, sa, nagtanong si Jesus, sino bang sabi nila? Sino ako sa, sa, sa mundo, sa community? Anong sabi nila about me? And Peter, Peter said, you're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. You're the Messiah. And sabi ni Jesus kay Peter, <laughs> mapalad ka eh. Hindi tao ang nagpahayag sa inyo to kundi mismo ama ko na nasa langit. Kumbaga, sinasabi ni Jesus, ah, yung thought na yan, yung katotohanan na dala-dala mo, you did not think up that from your own brain. It was not you that's the source of that truth. It was implanted into your brain by the Father of Heaven. Oh, that's good. That's good. So imagine, don't just believe Satan can put stuff in your mind. Jesus can also put stuff in your mind. Sabi niya in John chapter 10, verse 27, My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. So yeah, not every thought in your mind belongs to you, 
But I'll tell you what does belong to you. It, what, what does belong to you? The mind of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. We have the mind of Christ. Kung paano mag-isip si Christ, ganon din tayo. But, wait, 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 wait. If I have the mind of Christ, edi bakit may mga bad thoughts in, in my brain? Because Satan put them there. I said, not all of your thoughts are yours or belong to you. But, listen, but any thought has the potential to become yours, good or bad. How? When you take possession of it. Kaya be careful what you receive, what you embrace. Kaya sabi ko sa P48 filter. P stands for Philippians. 48 is chapter 4, verse 8. We call it P48 filter. You know, whatever is good and right and worthy and praise you know, and, and, and pure. And think about these things. So, ang kabaliktaran is also true. Whatever is you know, lustful and greedy and jealous and comparison and angry, impatient, violent. Don't think about those things. Filter those out. Palitan ng fake news with truth. And Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 and 5 says, We have to take captive every thought. Sa Tagalog, hindi armas ng mundo ang ginagamit namin sa laban. Yung makapangyarihan na, ar- ng, na armas ng Diyos ang ginagamit namin para mag- mangwasak ng mga kampo ng kalaban. Sinisira namin ang mga maling pangakatiwiran. Saka pinapabagsak namin ang lahat ng pagyayabang, ng kumukontra sa mga tao na makilala ang Diyos. Ito, let's listen to this last one. Himuhuli, hinuhuli namin ang bawat iniisip ng tao at pinapasunod namin yun kay Christ. Hinuhuli. May thoughts na wicked, may evil thought, dark, lying thought na gum, gum, you know, gumagalaw sa isip mo. And maybe pabalik-balik. Anong gagawin mo? I-welcome? Oh, sige, tuloy po kayo sa isip ko. Come on, have a seat. Sandala, sandali lang, maganda ako ng merienda para sa'yo. Hindi, huliin. Huy, huy, suicidal thought, huli ka. Trespassing. Trespassing yun. Kukulong, papakulong kita. You must submit and obey Christ the way, the truth, and the life. Mga lustful thoughts na dumatay. Excuse me? What did you say? What did you... Hello? I am the righteousness of Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Huli ka. You don't belong here. You are not me. You're not mine. I have the mind of Christ. Hindi ka align sa mind of Christ. Tagalabas ka. Hindi ka tagaloob. And that's how you deal with the battle and the spiritual demonic fight today. It's not so noisy like, you know, mga horror movies. By the way, don't don't watch horror movies. Mga Satan, Satan, demon, demon. Nakakaroon ka lang ng fake news. 
And you're opening a door for Satan to just intimidate you unnecessarily. Huh? And then you paid for it. You paid for someone to torture you. Babalik yan sa mga dreams, you know. And So, how can I know the source of different thoughts? Well, tanongin mo sa sarili mo, what do you choose to refuse? Do you choose to refuse the Word of God, worship, prayer? Or do you choose to refuse lustful, angry, jealous, hateful, violent thoughts? Do you choose to refuse separation? And you choose to... And the second one is what do you chase or embrace? No, I choose to embrace family. I embrace unity. I choose to chase after purity. You know, righteousness ang habul ko. I, you can choose what to refuse. And you can chase and embrace what you decide. And C is what do you celebrate or meditate on? Ano ang iyong celebrate? What do you love and what do you give? You know what? Biglang na, na, na face out yung mga negative thoughts. And you went to the Word of God and started praising and writing down and memorizing scriptures. If you celebrate that, then that's a good sign that you have your you have the mind of Christ activated. Sayo. And if you're meditating on the Word of God and you choose not to meditate on the flesh, the things of the world, then that's another good sign. That you're on the right track. Papa guilt trip si Satan pag may dumaan sa yung kaisipan. But you don't have to receive his guilt. There's no condemnation in Christ. You just flush that out and go back to meditate. You know, meditate is a, a word that means to, the Hebrew word is called haga. H-A-G-A-H. And it means to mutter. Mutter parang mumble like It's a speaking Meditate is actually not just brain. It's also, uh, you know, following along with your mouth. It's the, another description of meditate is like the cow. Alam mo yung cow, apat na tiyan. And, yeah, and when the cow eats very fast, it just, you know, parang matakaw yung cow. It starts eating. It goes to one, the first stomach. Later on, ibinabalik sa mouth. It's called he chewing the cud. That's what it means to meditate. Maybe you heard something today, this today in this message, and it went into your brain, and you have this handout, and then on Tuesday you bring it back up to mind. You review it, and you start. And you start to chew it again. You start. It's it helps you digest it better until that truth becomes. Yours. On Sunday, it was just Pastor Tim's. But by the time Tuesday comes, it is yours. And you can share it, you can give it, you can live it. It's a part of you. What do you celebrate and what do you meditate on? Proverbs chapter 8, verse 7 the mouth shall speak. Another definition or translation of that Hebrew word is meditate truth. Joshua 1.8, study the book, the Bible, 
the word of God and meditate on it day and night. Psalms one, verse one, two, three, delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. And you'll be like a tree planted by the riverbank, bearing fruit every season, never withering, prospering in all you do. When a strong man, Sabini Jesus, Luke 11, when a strong man like Satan is fully armed and guards his palace. What is his palace? Kung saan siya welcome. Or kung saan siya hindi welcome, pero through sneaky means, he's there. When Satan is fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away from him all his armor on which he had relied and distributes his plunder. Yun po ang katawagan ng Diyos sa atin. Plunder the devil. Take away his place. Take away his arms. Take away his weapons. Mamabuking na siya. Hindi na siya pwedeng magtago sa ating thoughts, and in our lives. Because why? We know his subtle trick. That not every thought in my mind belongs to me. Parang, whoops! Ha! Huli ka, Satan. Akala mo, aakuin ko yan. No way. That's yours. You get out of my mind. I bring in Philippians 4, verse 8. I take captive that thought. Huli ka. And you can start putting in the truth. You can start applying the truth of the Word of God. I want us to pray. The victory is not an absence of attack. So kung ikaw, ang feeling mo na I'm under attack, the devil is harassing me. Maring akala mo, tao yun. Hindi naman tao. The fight that we have is not against people. It's not your neighbor. It's not your brother-in-law. It's not your mother-in-law. It's not your boss or your competitor. Ang laban nito na meron tayo as Christians is a spiritual attack, a harassment. And victory sa buhay natin, the champion life, does not mean you're never attacked. It means when you are attacked, you recognize. You can recognize it. Be wise to recognize. Choose to refuse. Embrace and then replace the truth. Replace the lie with truth. So we have to discern. The truth will be known by you and it will set you free. Yung, yung malaman mo na, yung katotohanan, yun pa na ang magpapalaya sa inyo.